This is the podcast that rocked for May 26, 2023. I'm recording this on a different microphone because I'm traveling right now. I just got to be a part of the Rizzuto show for 105.7 The Points, so you can check that out on their podcast they do every day. They take the morning show for every single morning and make it to one solid podcast file on your podcast platform of choice. You can check out a lot of good discussion and a lot of shenanigans from that. It was very cool to be a part of that. Thank you again for the Rizzuto show, to Rizzuto, and to everyone in St. Louis that listened and heard me kind of embarrass myself when we played a game together. Boy, oh boy. I I feel I did well. It just didn't work out for me. The attitude of the Chicago Cubs for over a century. The big music news this week is we lost the queen. Tina Turner passed away to 83 years old at her home in Switzerland. I can't stress enough that Tina Turner was not only the queen of rock and roll, She is rock and roll. She is the definition of a rock star. She is a musician that was able to overcome such adversity in her personal life, as well as in the actual music business, strike out and then make it on her own again and become a superstar twice. She's a two-time Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominee, countless hits, countless platinum albums. She is the definition of what it is to be a professional in the music business and to prove you can make it your own way. When I say that... Tina Turner is more rock and roll than half the bands out there right now, I mean it. And I don't mean individually, I mean half the bands out there combined. She is the identity of it. She was not a trend chaser. She was not pandering. She made music the way she wanted to. She lived in the business the way she wanted to. And she proved to the world she was going to do it her own way. Losing someone like that is always sad. But at the same time, she left an amazing legacy and a lot of positive notes and impacted a lot of people's lives in the right way while standing up for herself with so many awful things happening to her and making sure that she was known for the best of reasons, both musically and just in the public eye. 83 years old is by no means a short life, but at the same time, she made made sure to use those 83 years. I hope you blasted some Tina Turner sometime this week, and if not, now's a great time. Tina Turner's social media team posted, With her music and her boundless passion for life, she enchanted millions of fans around the world and inspired the stars of tomorrow. Today we say goodbye to a dear friend who leaves us all of her greatest work, her music. All our heartfelt compassion goes out to her family. Tina, we will miss you dearly. From the queen of rock and roll to whatever you want to call Nikki Six, Nikki Six is back in the news. Man, the Motley Crue fan base really had a rough year going so far with how everything with Mick Mars was treated. And now it gets a little worse as Bob Rock has been penned to help with new material for Motley Crue. And he shed some light on Nikki Six that I don't think is going to make the band sound any better because they've already been sounding pretty rough this year. What's going on is that Bob Rock explained that Nikki Six wasn't sure that he even played one note of bass on the original albums up to Dr. Feelgood. For those of you that know Motley Crue and the history, that's a lot of not hearing Nikki Six play. Him just holding a bass and writing the music, sure. But yeah, he just didn't play the bass. He wasn't sure if someone else did the bass parts. Whether he didn't remember because his life was really roughed up in the 80s due to his own... Um, issues. Boy, I had to put that politely. Or it was just because it was dubbed over. But yeah, Nikki Six wasn't even doing the bass. Now, keep in mind, Motley Crue was not exactly known for their bass lines. But at the same time, this is kind of shocking because Nikki Six is the mind and the writer of Motley Crue. So this is a bit of a big 
admission. Goodness. If you've read the dirts, this all does add up too. You read in part of the dirts where Nikki Six didn't even know the definition of a bass and a regular electric guitar when he was trying to inter- interview for the band. So yeah, that's all adding up and it's sad. Boy oh boy, Bob Rock just keeps sticking his foot where it doesn't belong. It was really easy, Rock says, about John Five getting into the band and then he has to tell a story about Nikki Six because it's funny. <laughs> what a weird... What a weird segue into that when they're talking about John Five, great guitarist being the new guitarist for Motley Crue, especially on the road. Well, why are you talking about Nikki Six and he's not playing bass? Also, I just want to point out too, if Nikki Six is not playing bass, if Vince Neil is not going to be singing live, what exactly are these live shows going to be? Just John Five doing solos with Tommy Lee? Don't get me wrong, that's still pretty good, but that's also not Motley Crue goodness. I'd also like to recommend, if you have the stomach for it, The Dirt really shows just how terrible the lives of Motley Crue were. Both things that happened to them that were not their fault and are terrible for anyone, and also the terrible things they've done of their own choice. It's The Dirt. It's exactly what it sounds like. From one bassist who's had way too many chances at life to another bassist who's getting a second chance after a crazy accident, Cliff Diver made a lot of news and had to cancel a bunch of festival and concert appearances after a freak accident on the road. Tyler Rogers, the bassist for Cliff Diver, now has launched a GoFundMe when this... I don't even know how to really describe this. This was a near-death experience as a road accident in which a chain link that snapped off a truck wound up lodged in his neck. It resulted in significant blood loss and emergency responders and hospital staff tending to his medical needs. Rogers has since been moved out of the ICU and is recovering, and there's a GoFundMe launched. I can't stress enough, now that the band is going to be off the road for this, that GoFundMe is crucial, and if you only have $2 you can actually forward to that, you need to help them with $2. This was a tragic accident that could have been fatal. The He's going to be a full recovery now, but the band is in dire straits because of something like this, and I'm glad everyone will eventually be okay. I say two things. One, please help Cliff Diver. It's just the one word, C-L-I-F-F-D-I-V-E-R. You can find a link to it on rock.net for this podcast link and on the socials and stuff as well if you want to find that GoFundMe. I can't stress enough, this is a freak accident and they need as much help as they can get. Also, if you ever have to haul anything on the highway, make sure it's tied down. Goodness, I can't stress enough how many times, and everyone can agree with me on this, you've seen some pickup hauling a ton of junk, no matter how big or small, it's just loose and not tied down and you know it's going to be a Final Destination situation. Today, Creeper announced their upcoming album, Sanguivore, coming out this fall and released the new song, Cry to Heaven, today. I'm a huge Creeper fan. Eternity in Your Arms is one of my favorite albums of the 2010s. I loved Sex, Death, and the Infinite Void, and the EP after that was even better. So you know what? I'm all on board for this new Creeper album, Sanguivore. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Cry to Heaven is a fun song. It does go for that 80s vibe, that straight up The Cure, Depeche Mode, a little more synth, but more rock to a type vibe. There's definitely more rock in that than like something like the Cure and Depeche Mode in the synthwave style. Man, oh man, it's good. I love it. I want more of it. The new album will come out October 13th via Spine Farm. I'm hopeful for new singles. The music video is on there and we will have it on New Music Night, which will be later on Sunday. But if you're hearing this on publicly and not on Patreon, hey, you should check out New Music Night tonight. Thanks. Twitch. Hey, Twitch. 9 p.m. Eastern, an extra hour later because I'll be flying back in tonight. Please check it out along with a lot of other songs. Hope to see you there. Creeper's awesome. Hope we get another tour. It's been way too long since I've seen this band live. 
Along with another return, Bless the Fall have announced a return after several years away. Bless the Fall is back with an anniversary tour for Wake the Dead, and they shared the music video for the single Wake the Dead, and will we get a new album? Don't know yet, but Wake the Dead has an official music video. We'll have that on New Music Night as well. This is a lot of fun. The tour dates featuring Caskets, Kingdom of Dines, and Dragged Under has started out in August and in California, and will go all the way into September in Alton, Virginia at Blue Ridge Rock Fest. Bless the Fall definitely have a lot of hidden gems uh, in their discography. I hope you guys can check this one out. This is a band that actually could be really fun to hear come back. They have such presence when they play and when they perform. So I'm hopeful for something like this. Again, Wake the Dead's in the new single. You can check that out on rock.net and you can check it out on New Music Night. Let us know what you think. And finally, we're going to go over the Billboard Top 3 Mainstream Rock Songs of the Week. Each week, we go over the top three songs that are blessing or plaguing FM, Satellite, and overall Radio Rock. This week at number three, Godsmack Soul on Fire falling down from the number two spot. Thank God it didn't hit number one. At number two, Metallica 72 Seasons, the title track. A long track that's bumped up to the number two spot, proving that Metallica probably will get number one no matter what they put out. Again, I have nothing against the title track, but just Metallica sneezing into a microphone, probably going to get airplay. And still Staying at number one, the first single from the upcoming Foo Fighters album, This Is Rescued. Also, by the way, Foo Fighters released the third single from their upcoming album, released in just a few weeks. I like Rescued. It's standard Foo Fighters, but they do it well. So I'm happy with that. More proof, week after week, FM, satellite, online radio, really rely on the same names. Foo Fighters and Metallica, 80s, 90s, and Godsmack, 90s, 2000s. Goodness, we need some fresh blood to start taking over and getting their exposure. Please, for the love of God, just variety. Even if not the same names and even if using those same cycle over again, then give us variety. That's not too much to ask, right? It probably is. Thank you all for tuning in to the podcast that rocks. My name is Luke. Once again, I'd like to thank all my patrons, including Brandon Bruce, Chris Doman, and Dom Noble. You can find Dom Noble on YouTube, covering all your literary adaptation and film critiques. Dom Noble on YouTube. You can also check out Wrestling Soup if you're a professional wrestling fan and want to updates on the crazy world of professional wrestling, sometimes crazier behind the scenes than on TV. That's Wrestling Soup on YouTube and your podcast forms. And finally, Radio Dead Air with Nash. If you want to cover all the stupid human news, he has a show, What the F is Wrong With You? Radio Dead Air on YouTube. Check that out. Thank you all again. And seriously, blast a Tina Turner song today because you know what? She deserves it. Long live the queen of rock and roll.